Welcome to Bayside Stations, where we talk of stories that feature culture, food, music, wildlife, discovery, and much, much more. Enjoy the episode. In this episode, we're meeting Mr. M. And unlike the usual travel stories that we discuss, Today, we're going to discuss Mr. M's experience on meeting a certain person or a personality. Of course, how that can be seen as a travel within rather than external traveling is what Mr. M will sort of explain to us in, with a better understanding. So let's welcome Mr. M to the show. Welcome, sir. Um, uh, thanks a lot, Ranga. Uh, Ranga, sir, we'll try our best to explain. Uh, this particular encounter with my with the great uh, person actually sure so um, lead us in sir so where was this encounter and who are we talking about okay i don't want to let the name of that great man before uh, but this uh, what i am talking about it happened in 1971 uh, 71 72 see i i don't know how to explain uh, see previously i learned a bit of tabla you know i learned a bit of tabla seven lessons only not more Mm-hmm. Uh, from, a, from a teacher named us Zamir Ahmad Khanzab. And uh, in Zamir Ahmad Khanzab's father is Munir Khanzab, who's a Sarangi player, actually. Mm-hmm. I generally go in the evening uh, to, you know, to learn from Zamir Ahmad. And uh, the Guruji always tells me to, whether I'm, he's there or not, he's, I'm supposed to be there in the house. In this house, you know, most of them will be playing tabla. I know his guru will be there. Somebody will be there. I have been very lucky to meet his grandfather, sometimes his grand- uncle, who can sort of, you know, polish your, uh, you know, uh, lessons actually. So that way it's a great help to go to a, a teacher's house than to requesting a teacher to come to your house, you know. That's what I felt. So on this occasion, normally I go and nobody was there. In the sense, only her mother, his mother was there. And uh, there's only two-roomed house, you know, in those government flats that you find in Sarojini Nagar. And it's just next to Puliyar Kovil, you know, that is the uh, Ganeshji's Mandir, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that place has a special place in my heart because, you know, we used to live in Sarojini Nagar. This was in the uh, 80s, uh, of course, and early 90s. And we used to live in the same government quarters. And my father used to go to that Vinayak uh, Mandir that you talk about, very famous one in Sarojini Nagar. Every day. So as, as a youngster, I've also gone to that mandir, you know, very often. Uh, you know, it used to be such a wonderful experience. And uh, so it's interesting that you bring up that place in your talk. Definitely there's a connect there. Uh, so uh, it is just that on the, uh, there's, a, there's a next block to the Vinayak Mandir, actually, this particular thing, this particular house. And uh, he, the Mr. Uh, you know, um, uh, Munir Khan Sahib was an all-India radio artist. So this is the government quarter was allotted. So I keep, uh, I keep visiting. One day, on this particular time, I found that nobody was there. Munir Khan was not there. His, and then also the Zamir Ahmad Khan Sahib was not there. That is my Guruji was not there. Mm. And also none of the, uh, you know, um, uh, her, his brothers. See, any brothers would be there, they will make me play, you know. They will make mm-hmm. me practice or they'll make me play and all that. So when I walked in uh, to the first room, you know, what we call, there's only two rooms in that uh, place. 
uh, you will always find in any government houses when you go, you know, normally there will be a divan, you know, very close to the window, actually. Mm. It, it serves as, uh, what do you call, a sitting place as well as a sleeping place, actually, in most of the government houses in Sarojinagar, if you remember, actually. When I was entering in that room, I found one very, quite a tall gentleman in a lungi, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with just a banyan and a lungi. And uh, he looked at me. I just, uh, in that time, I was immature in a, in a peculiar way. Not that I was uh, not, um, I was at least 19, 18 years old in one sense. Uh, but somehow we don't know how to behave with uh, people, you know, somehow we do not know. We are immature to that extent. And I just simply sat before him without even a customary, you know, hello or a, or a pranam or, a, uh, mm-hmm. or even a namaste. I'll be honest with you. So I just simply sat before him in the ground, of course. And he just looked at me and uh, smiled and that's all uh, was the exchange. And this particular person was facing the window and slowly I found out that fellow is humming, you know, actually, you know. When everything settles down, you could sense that he's humming. Then I then I was completely silent because somehow something struck me to sort of uh, listen to it rather than <laughs> voice any comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I suddenly found out there's a very flowing, very beautiful uh, tone coming out of his uh, of him, and slowly that you know it's it sort of you know occupies you. It's something like. Uh, it's not harsh, it is not big, it's not a very loud sound, and it's very soft and perhaps badly hearable sound in that uh, room. But somehow I started concentrating. Maybe I was lucky uh, to say the nature helped me at the time or whatever, instead of being totally stupid. <laughs> and uh, as I was uh, listening carefully, the stupidity surfaced, or rather, immaturity, stupidity, or whatever he calls it, surfaced. Uh, it's generally a sacrilege to ask any person, no, what is he singing and things like that, unless you are very close to that person, actually, mm. in our uh, system, basically. Actually. And that too, uh, uh, what is a raga you can ask, but to um, have, a, have a feeling that I know the raga is even more worse than. Uh-huh. After about 20 minutes or so, that, uh, that great man, that particular person asked me, um, sir, what is your name? He asked me. I said, I'm Mohan. Then what is it you're coming for? You know, without even having a little bit of reverence, a little bit of uh, feeling, I simply said, I am, uh, I'm, uh, you know, in Hindi, I tell you what is it. But of course, you can, <laughs> you know the tone from that Hindi, you know, that's why I'm trying to tell you. Something very stern, neither it is uh, nice. To hear it even today, I feel very embarrassed about it. Then, uh, then somehow I felt that just to keep quiet is better. But somehow, some this voice made me, you know, look inward, very suddenly and subtly inward. But still, some stupidity, as I told you, surfaced. What I did is, ah, aap, uh, Bhairavi gareho. I said, Bhairavi is a raga in Hindustani music. Bhairavi gareho. And the stupidest of thing to have done, actually. <laughs> See, you really do not know any music. You have not learned music also. And to say that you're, you profess to know something is even worse. Then, you know, that nicely the, uh, that man says, nahi, nahi bhai. And he said something like this, nahi. 
Kafi, he said. Kafi is another raga, totally different from Bhairavi, actually. I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> the vast difference between Kafi and Bhairavi. Then I said, something struck me. I said, you better not talk anymore. Just keep quiet. <laughs> so it went on for another 15-20 minutes, or maybe even more. I think it was a lot of... And it was very subtle. He didn't... See, normal voice fellows would have you know, thrown the voice out and things. He never did it. He was humming only. Very subtly, the movements were so beautiful. It went into my, you know, every being, I would call it as. Slowly, it swept me actually inside. Then I was reasonably, what do you call, mellowed, I must say. <laughs> so quietly listening to him after that. And then after some time, he simply said, Naam kya hai aapka? He asked me. I said, I am Mohan, Zamir Ahmed Khan Sabka, a student. Hmm. He said, Aise karna, kal jana. In Hindi only he told me. He said, tomorrow you come at 10 o'clock. I was a bit surprised. I didn't understand. Somehow, I, from internally, I felt I should not you know, say no to him. The next day morning, uh, in, uh, the same, you know, I went to the mandir nearby. That is our Vinayak mandir. Vinayak. Then I went to the house. Because the bus stand is just very close. If you remember that. Vinayak mandir bus stand. I went to the house and uh, he was uh, exactly like that. He was sitting there waiting for me. Now, of course, he was having a pant and uh, some sort of a half shirt, half bush shirt, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that time, now I saw his, uh, he was having a spectacles also, which I didn't see at the time. I saw my Guruji, Zamir Khan Sahib. I saw my Munir Khan Sahib. I saw their household people, all sisters, their, their sister, his sisters and all. They're all standing. Nobody was sitting actually. Mm-hmm. and uh, perhaps he was leaving I cannot say anything about it but he saw me and said oh Mohan you come 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 he made me sit another in a small sofa Moda there just opposite him and he said uh, uh, to his one of the sisters of uh, Zameer Ramadhan Khansab that's my Guruji hey Ishrat Mohan ke lassi lama uh, then again he changed his uh, instructions he said just give me a glass I don't want a lassi. Then he got the glass. What it is, I'll give, I want to give a lassi from my own uh, flask, actually. He said. Then he opened out the flask, uh, then quietly poured the lassi into, my, into, into that glass. And see, Mohan, please have it. In, fr- in, in front of everybody, he gave it to me as a prasadam. You know, to be, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot forget it, actually. And then I just took it. At least I had that uh, somehow mellowed down from the previous day. I didn't question him saying that I don't want to have it and things like that. I simply swallowed the lassi. It was extremely good. I still remember the lassi very much. Slightly sweetened, but not very sweet. But it's also had that, you know, jeera and things like that. I remember it very clearly. Even today. Mm-hmm. Then he says, you like it? You want more? I said, no, sir. I, you know. Then he says to Ishrat, flask fill up. Then that, you know, my Zameer Ahmed looked at me and through my eyes and said, you know, Mm. Please, uh, you know, follow the speed. You know, mm. I didn't realize what it was, but anyway, I was. Uh, I followed the guru's advice uh, to the core, and I touched the uh, his feet. You know what he did? I'll never forget it. He just touched my shoulder and said, "Bahot kub sunte ho, bahot kub sunte." Mm. You listen very carefully, and he said, "Sunte rana beta, bahot achhi tarah sunna, bahot acha sunte ho." Fantastic. Then, acha ma nikal raha hoon abhi jab milenge baad mein. Is tarah se he went off. I think there was an auto or something in the, you know, 
or something was some vehicle was there so in the vehicle he left maybe he had okay. to go back wherever he had to come from then munir khan asked me yesterday you were there and zameer also came back yesterday you were there for the full about uh, one or two hours i said yes you know who is he i said uh, sir i i am not because in those days you know photos and all are not very easy to come by and whatever you see is only in the uh, in the newspapers and he just uh, looked at me and said who is this you know is one of the one of the greatest hindustani musicians and his name is ustad amir khan sahab mm. i was shocked because i've heard him so often in the radio to be honest with you uh is it up in the radio the procedure everything is different no the voice is thick and then you know uh, here it's humming no so i could not recognize the voice i'll be honest maybe i didn't have the maturity at that time also now what happened after that was something very peculiar to me he asked me what then he then he asked me what did you you already have a talk with him mm-hmm. i said yes i had a talk mm-hmm. then what raga did he sing i sing then i didn't want to tell my ஒரு <laughs> <laughs> but the slowly the things set you know somehow the entire whole amir khan sa was a runa ru means vibrations of his heart uh seeped into me very slowly and i was shocked at the the level of uh, musician he was you know he was an extraordinary musician on that day in kafi was certainly something as imbibe you know i have imbibed something from there on that day mm. made me feel about the what he call as the music from inside you know music from inside it is never a music from outside so ek coach sa ho jata hai you know whenever you hear anybody else if that level of uh, that uh, you know yearning is not there in the heart or it doesn't touch you by that then you know the standards you know, he has set a standard at the time you know he set a standard for me to listen to classical music and slowly that impact of that lassi was there shortly because i constantly remember him with that and when guruji told me that in his own hand he has, he has given you the lassi dear fellow i hope you do something good about the tabla he says at least you start practicing well <laughs> he chided me it it has it has been a constant source of inspiration inside my heart actually maybe he gave me the lassi along with his psyche i don't know what nobody says about it what some vibrations he has passed on to me what's interesting is like you know just like you said you know when you first experienced amrita sam and that he was just humming and the music was slowly sort of pulling you in and slowly growing yes. on you it's to me it seems like even the impact of the meeting with him and his giving the rasi and you know his blessings that beta sunte rehna khub suno it's almost like the, it has the same effect of that music growing in you or the impact growing in you over the years you may not perceive it that much but over the years the impact grows stronger and stronger Now that's that is what i'm trying to say it's really one of the turning points a paradigm shift for me to listen to classical music you know hindustani classical i could sense a strong uh, internal yearning to listen to it carefully you know more in more depth and more concentration and more focus mm. in fact i uh, i cherish this moment on a almost on a daily basis you know since whenever i listen to 
him or when I listen to others, now I could understand what sort of an impact has he created on me. I consider it as a great blessing from himself. And also, as a, somewhere the blessing is from Mother Nature is there to, you know, make me meet uh, this great man. Yeah, I mean, one of those rare moments, I would think that, you know, you, you meet a great personality, but you don't know at the time, you know, that, you know, this person's greatness. In some ways, that is good because then you're able to probably receive the measure in full. Rather than sometimes when we know about great personalities, if we know them, then just that awe of being in presence, you know, may not help us receive everything that they have to sort of transmit to you. Thank you. It was uh, quite wonderful. And uh, like I said, it was transported me to to the good old days of Sarojini Nagar and uh, Vinayak Temple. <laughs> and uh, it was a lovely experience hearing, uh, you know, this probably this is a very impactful event uh, in your life. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. M. Thank you, Mr. M.